Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Hey, all right, so this is my last one of the day, promise. Um, it's Today's been a very busy day. I will get into an album review of Will Smith's album at some point in the very near future. I just have to say, today was a very, very busy day all over the board with the Space Jam and with the new Fear Street and with Willow Smith's album and with Hasbro Pulse releasing that huge Galactus figure, which I had to buy $443. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so there's been a lot. And I think even the Comic-Con stuff or the like Funko thing dropped today. I don't really, I'm not, honestly, I'm not even really paying attention to Funko right now. I don't know what that's about, but I think it's because, you know, Funko has just become as much as I love it, it's become stressful. It really has because going here, there, and everywhere to find the exclusives, especially when it comes to cons, I've decided to just not even bother at this point when it comes to cons, just because I don't want to have to go store to store. It was fun before, you know, when I had more friends doing it, but a lot of my friends are getting out of Funko. And to be honest with you, I'm only collecting the ones I really want. A lot of this stuff I can kind of do without at this point um, until di- until they decide to do a whole Disney Prince wave. I'm not really going to bother. I said what I said. Anyway, let's do this. Let's get into Fear Street 1666. Okay, so the final chapter of Fear Street premiered this morning on Netflix. Um, And, you know, honestly, this trilogy has been a wild ride. The first film I wasn't the craziest about. It was cool. I liked the screen references, the 90s slasher film references. Um, the song jumping really got on my nerves though because like every like every scene there was a different song like in the in the beginning of it um but then i watched the second chapter and and that was 1978 i believe that one was really good i was really entertained i've actually watched that version or watched that one twice because i thought it was really good um and then we have chapter three so okay we um kick off with our main character who I'm sorry her name is always escaping me but we kick off with our main character uh she has been transported to 1666 she is now Sarah Fear she's actually living the life of Sarah Fear and what's what's interesting about this by the way if you guys don't know I'll catch you up Sarah Fear is the witch of the town of Union she's uh the witch that haunts um Shadyside and there's two different sides of town. There's Sunnyside, where good things happen, and Shadyside, where the bad things happen. People murder, get killed, all that. But Shady, but Sunnyside is like this good town, blah, blah. And then there's Union, which is like the whole place. So anyway, um, and Shadyside happens to be where like the body of Seraphir is and all this other stuff. Like there's like a whole tunnel that relates to Seraphir. So there's a lot of the, the darkness on that side of town. And like I said, they really only the bad things only happen to one side of town not the other anyway so getting into chapter three so we get into chapter three and we see a lot of the actors from both parts one and two have returned to do different roles um they're playing the kind of like foundation roles of like the pilgrimage and so there's um you're gonna see a lot of faces from chapters one and two which i loved i loved that they kind of reused those actors it felt very american horror story to me and i was here for it um so i I loved that i loved seeing them in different kind of you know um aspects and stuff like that so we go in and it's the main girl playing as sarah and she um is with her father and brother we start off with with um a pig who is having you know her a litter of of is that what you call them a litter i guess I, i know different animals you call them different things anyway um but she's having like a litter or whatever and the seraphir's character is you know cutting trying to help her deliver her pigs and she ends up selling one pig to um a guy on the edge of town that is he's kind of like a like a, like a 
to himself kind of person. I forgot his name. I don't, I don't, is it Seamus? It's something, it starts with an S, I don't know. I'm so bad with their names, you guys. I know this is terrible work, <laughs> but I'm so bad with their names. Anyway, that guy. So, you know, she sells him the pig. They have this kind of interesting relationship, but as she's walking to his house, she's meeting with a lot of the younger people who are just like, they're, she's repeating something and they're repeating back to her as if there's like this kind of secret society going on. Um, and then like, there's a few other kids, like the girl from Stranger Things and then um, the main girl's little brother who are also trying to get involved in this clique and they're like, no, you guys are like school children so we don't want you going. It's mostly just the older kids in town that have this kind of secret society thing, um, which is makes sense because this whole chapters about like witchcraft and people accusing others of which of you know witchcraft and all that stuff so like it kind of made sense to me why they were doing that as in like starting their own thing that the adults don't necessarily know about um sarah has a relationship with this girl who happens to be the the possessed girl from the first part and the second part um and so even back then like i guess sarah fierce was a i don't know if sarah fierce herself was a lesbian or if that's just the main character, I'm, I'm assuming Sarah Fierce must have been as well. Well, yeah, of course she was. That's how the story sets off. Sorry. So she is too. Um, and so it's, like I said, they're, they're both are, both of these actresses are from the first part. They're the two lovers from the first part. So they're just kind of like playing similar characters to themselves, sort of. So anyway, they're in a relationship and we see um, the possessed girls, like, you know, her ancestry self, I guess. Her parents are trying to pull her away, like, hey, you know, this girl's no good for you. And, they, you know, we don't know something's going on, but we think something's going on. The possessed girl's father is actually the preacher in, in their little town, their little village. So, you know, her possibly hooking up with some other girl is like a no-go. Because again, they're like, you know, everything is like witchcraft. Everything is considered evil in this town. There's this kind of town, like, I don't want to call him a hermit, but he's like the town like crier, I guess, basically this like dirty guy who is the boyfriend was the was the boyfriend, Thomas Slater. I don't know why I remember that name, but Thomas Slater or whatever from the second chapter, the one who becomes the killer. He is like the town crier. So he's like, you know, the devil has come and he's here. Da -da. And he just looks grimy and gross in this movie. And like at some point, girl, I was just like, he's a problem. Anyway, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get at Sarah, but Sarah's like, you need to back off. Like it ain't that type of party. And so we end up, <clears throat> let me see, where did, where did I leave off? Oh yeah. So anyway, she's talking to the dude, you know, the one that she gave the pig to, and they seem to have a really cool relationship. She seems to like get along with people in town, but still like look like people still kind of give her side eye, her family like the side eye, whatever. Um, anyway, so what ends up happening is they end up going to like this little get together, all the kids and stuff. And you can see that there are people like watching them. It's kind of creepy because like they're like adults, like, you know, grown ass adults trying to watch them and it's not cool. So Sarah and the girl that she's interested in, they're kind of dancing. They're not dancing together, but they're dancing around each other. They all take these like blueberries or some kind of kind of berry that kind of gives them like this kind of trip. Um, and so the girl that she likes ends up having this kind of like um, garland around, like a, like a little garland around her head that's like, it's this, this interesting kind of uh, moss. It's the same sort of moss plant that's in, um, in the town, uh, wherever like Sarah Fierce like is buried or whatever like her body parts are. It's the same kind of red moss. So it's, but again, this is before Sarah died, she's still alive. So that red moss is the same thing that the girl with the garland on has. Um, anyway, so, this guy starts messing with 
the the possessed girl, the, the girl who becomes possessed, starts messing with her. And Sarah's kind of like, oh, no, that's my friend. You ain't gonna do nothing with her. So she like, you know, basically pushes him off and is like, hey, whatever's going on, better stop. And so they, the two girls end up going into the woods. They end up um, meeting up by this rock, which I don't know if that's like symbolism for the Satan's rock, because there's like a Satan's rock in there too in the movie. I, I don't think that's the symbolism for that rock, but it could be, I'm not really sure. Um, anyway, so the girls end up like hooking up, but somebody out there in the woods, cause they're nasty and nosy, is looking in. And the next morning when the girls wake up, they find out that like the whole town sort of knows that they did something together. And the girl's father, the, the possessed girl, her father, who's the preacher, um, ends up acting really weird that day. All of a sudden there's like flies showing up, the food, the crops are rotting, something really bad is going on in this town. And Sarah Fierce's character has a dog and like, you know, she can't find the dog. She's like, where's, where's the dog? He was there last night. All of a sudden he's gone, blah, blah, blah. So the, the girl's dad's like freaking out. So Sarah goes to the, you know, her girlfriend's house and is like, you know, we just have to pray for your dad, figure out what's going on. Her mom comes in and she like basically like tries to beat Sarah Fierce down. It's like, you need to stay away from my daughter because I'm about to fight you. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, have all this in my house. You know, obviously, you know, it's considered wickedness or whatever for these people. So, you know, and something's going on with the husband. So clearly y'all caused this because if it wasn't for your transgressions, he wouldn't be tripping, right? So, cause the dad is on some like Reagan shit. Okay, y'all know who I'm talking about. Like, it's just Reagan. Like, I mean, he's not, but he is. Some weird shit's going down. Daddy would've got left. Daddy would've got left in that house so fast. I'd be like, you know what? Emancipation. Someone else can adopt me in this village. I'll, shit, I'll stay with the creep in the shed. I'm not, nope. He over here talking to himself by the window with flies around him. Oh, hell no, I'm, I'm out. But you know, that's just me and my, you know, and my common sense. But you know, you know, these people ain't got none. It's a horror movie. Anyway, so, was a slasher movie, but anyway, so she gets kicked out of the house and people start treating her like crap and she goes back home to her dad, Sarah Fierce character. And her dad is kind of like, you know, I knew you were different from when you were younger. You know, your mom, she's the one that founded this this place. She's told us to settle, you know, settle down here, stuff like that. Like I raised you wild basically a bit like because you didn't have a mother figure. This is why you turned out the way you turned out. And you know, just kind of giving her the business or whatever, like just being rude to her. Her brother ends up going off to school and all of a sudden they hear this like loud shout, right? And so everyone's freaking out, like what's going on? So Sarah's character's like, what's happening? And all of a sudden, um, the guy who lives on the edge of town, he comes in to investigate like what's what's going on with like, what, what, what's the deal here? And we find out that the preacher has locked all the children inside of the, uh, like, you know, preaching house and stuff. And so they're just like, what the, f like, why are the kids up here locked up with this dude? He, he was just going nuts a few minutes ago, right? So they um they go inside they break down the door investigate and the guy on the edge of town finds a whole bunch of eyes in like this pile and he's like what the and all the kids are just sitting there kind of slumped over and stuff and he's like oh shit so he looks at the, the schoolmaster and the you know preacher whatever he is and he kind of turns around he's like you know now that i can't see i can see all and like he has no eyes and it turns out all the kids in the pews have no eyes either and they're all dead including sarah's younger brother I'm, I'm gonna say spoilers. I'm gonna put spoilers on this. I'm sorry. Spoilers on that. And then, um, you know, the, the girl from Stranger Things, which I was tripping because I was like, wait a minute, Homegirl Survive Chapter 2. I mean, I know they're different characters, but Homegirl Survive Chapter 2, she's gonna play a little part in this one though. But she's from Stranger Things. Like, she's she's kind of the top billing out of, I mean, she's not, but she's kind of the top billing out of all the kids in this movie. Because I'm gonna be honest, I haven't seen most of them in anything except for really her and like two others. So I was like, how are you just gonna kill off home? What? And the little black boy too? Like, what? But anyway, so <laughs> that's what ends up happening. And 
they're like, you know, the, the preachers getting killed by the, the dude on the edge of town. And they're like, witchcraft, witchcraft. So they start shouting and like the preacher's wife is, you know, she's losing it because, you know, her daughter might be a lesbian, which, you know, at that time was terrible. And then her, you know, her husband just killed all these damn kids up in the schoolhouse. So homegirl's just having a really hard day. Anyway, so, you know, the girlfriend, you know, is telling Sarah, like, maybe we caused this, like, this just doesn't seem right, blah, blah, blah. And there starts to be, like, a witch hunt in, in the village. Like, obviously, somebody brought the devil here. They end up finding Sarah's dog murdered. So Sarah's having a bad day, too. Okay, she lost her little brother. She lost her dog. Her dad's trying to tell her she ain't shit. It's just not good. It's not a good day for Sarah, okay? So, you know, Sarah's like, what do I do? She keeps going to that, that the cop guy. And the cop guy's like, well, we're going to figure it out. Don't worry, blah, blah, blah. And then, like I said, that's when the accusations of witchcraft and stuff start flying around. And the boy, the guy who tried to basically take advantage of her friend, starts accusing the two of sleeping together and being witches. And that ends up setting up this whole town situation. Oh, by the way, there's also the lady from chapter two, the, the, the nurse, is in this chapter as well. And um, just like in the last chapter, she's kind of on to something about something wicked happening. And... We end up finding that she gets killed. D different character, but same actress. She ends up getting killed. Um, so somebody obviously murdered her to set this whole thing up. They end up finding like this real dark crap. So anyway, Sarah's kind of on the run now because her and her girlfriend have been accused of, of witchcraft and people have died and stuff. And so they're going to kill the two girls. That's, that's that's the whole the whole idea. Sarah ends up going to the the guy's house the the guy at the end of town going to his house trying to look for sanctuary until this whole witch hunt thing is over and she ends up going underneath his house and when she goes underneath the house she ends up finding out that he might play a bigger part than she thought he would play and there ends up i don't want to spoil too much but like basically we end up coming back what i'm gonna do is this basically we end up coming back into our current time after sarah is killed um and the main character, you know, comes out of like the, the, the flashback and is like, oh my God, I, I know what's going on. I know how to solve things, blah, blah, blah. So she, the girl that we meet in the second part from the camp, uh, the one that survives, she ends up helping with the brother and they end up going to help this other, like take this other guy who's security at the mall from the first chapter. And they're like, okay, what we need to do is we need to do something. Um, and this something is gonna set up this chain of events because we, we are, are going to try to take down the bad people basically they find out that seraphir may not may not be the villain after all so after she's you know lived her life in sarah's shoes but again you know evil can be manipulative so who knows what's really going down so anyway they end up going back to the mall and they have to lure they have to laura laurel laurel lore 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 that's a hard word for me i'm like i can't do it lore somebody to the mall right so they have to they have to lure this person. you know what they have to put the person in the mall okay so they go back to the mall where everything because the mall is actually where sarah's body like her hand rests and where her body i guess her bones were buried no 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 is that that's incorrect that's where they think her bones were buried underneath the tree they built a whole mall around the tree which is where the girl from chapter two her sister died like literally under that tree so it's kind of like murderville for her when she goes back because that's like where the camp was is where the mall is now so it's all taking place at the same place it's where the the encampment was or like you know the set the settlement was that turned into the camp i guess that turned into the mall so somewhere behind the camp there should be like a lake right i don't know i don't fucking know, I don't know how this works anyway <clears throat> so they go back to the mall and all these killers start popping up because now it's like okay it's the grand finale like you know somebody's doing some stuff and 
we have to take all of them down. So now all these killers start popping out, killers we haven't really even seen before. You really only get four killers and then two come a little bit later, but it's meant to feel like there's a lot. There's really only four, but, and then the other two that eventually show up. So we end up getting like, and all these killers are, you know, obviously knockoffs of somebody else. We have the, the Scream kind of knockoff guy. We have the Michael Myers knockoff. We have a Jason knockoff. We have another one, um, another, J maybe Bloody for My Valentine. Like, I guess that's what he could potentially be. Like, there's, there's two, because there's the camp boy, which I'm going to call him Jason, because he's the camp one with a sack on his head. And then there's another one that has like a mask that's kind of like a hockey mask, but it's not... I'm gonna call him my bloody Valentine killer. And then we have the girl, which I'm still not sure. I'm not really sure who she is. Like, she's not really Carrie. She's, you know, she's from the, the 50s, I think, or whatever. And she's got like a switchblade. I'm not sure who she is, but she's one of those. And then we have the little Chucky boy, the little, the little mm -hmm, him with the mask. So we have the six. So their plan is to basically trick all these, these bad guys to go into these mall stores, lock the stores down, that way they can trap whoever they need to get in there, get that person in there and have these monsters kill that person. Well, <laughs> that ends up working, but yeah, backfiring and somehow like all the monsters end up fighting each other in this kind of epic battle. But what you have to know is that even though the monsters like die, they don't stay dead. So they're only dead for like a good 10, five to 10 minutes before their bodies like basically, you know, come back to life because they're obviously they're, they're dead vessels. So they're going to come back to life and, you know, continue haunting. So the whole point of this part of the chapter is basically to rid Shady Side of the, its wrongful curse. There was a wrongful curse placed on Shady Side, and that's why they have always thought Sarah Fear was going after Shady Siders when that wasn't the case. It wasn't her going after them. It was the fact that the town was cursed, and the curse started with the death pretty much, well, not the death of Sarah, but Sarah's death really, you know, catapulted that because she ended up sort of cursing the people that killed her. So it's, it's interesting. Anyway, um, without giving away too much, this chapter was really, it was really interesting. I actually really liked this chapter, I think chapters two and three were really well done. And honestly, it really helps chapter one for me because chapter one to me felt like it lacked, but chapter three, because we go back to the first, because it like literally like in the middle of the film, not in the middle, but like towards 50 minute mark, we go back to the present, which is, you know, oh, we're not back, we're back to 1994. So it goes, it goes 1994. And then there's like a 1994 part two at the end of this movie. So we get like a good 40 minutes, additional minutes that would be added onto the first one. And it really helped that because I felt like there was something missing out of the first one. Um, what I really wanted more though was more sunny side characters. I think that's the thing that lacked about the first part to me. We only really got to see shady side right we didn't get to see a lot of how sunny side lived it turns out sunny side is like this bougie ass community of people that's <laughs> where i need to live it's very bougie <laughs> um it's like we're you know in southern california so some of our like neighborhoods and stuff are like super bougie and the other parts are like you know ghetto 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 girl that's just how it is okay it is what it is fools all right but that's it, it kind of gives me that vibe so we end up finding out that everybody on sunny side has been living this beautiful life luxuriousness um, and all the, you know, shady side kids were just like, you know, being trash. So basically that's like the synopsis of this movie. It, it was really, really good. Like I said, I really liked it. Of course, because it's a horror movie, a slasher movie, they had to leave it open-ended, which I'm going to say this. I'm going to say somebody from, I'm going to say a good person took the book because the book, basically there's like a devil's book and that's what causes the curse in the first place. And if you have that book, you basically have the knowledge of how to like, start a curse so i'm gonna say 
for argument's sake, that a good person took the book because I'm not about to sit up here and believe that at the end of all this, if you knew the book was bad, you just gonna leave it there? You just gonna leave it there for someone else to, you know someone's gonna find this shit eventually? Why would, like, stop. See, that's the thing, lazy writing, okay? Lazy writing, it was lazy. Cause the whole time I was watching this, I was like, if you don't pick up that book, sis, I'm gonna come in there and snatch you my damn self. Pick up the book. Pick up the book, take it and burn it, fools. What you leaving it there for? Like, y'all get on my nerves. Y'all writers and stuff get on my nerves. But see, Arlo Stein would do some stuff like that. Cause that's how he is. Arlo Stein plays too many games. I, it is what it is. But anyway, Fear Street, 19, uh, Fear Street 1666 is now on Netflix. And I, like I said, I can tell you that I think it was a really good film. Um, I liked the, the, the second two chapters a lot. I loved, just, it kind of reminded me of, is it the, is it, oh my God, I'm not gonna say the name of that movie because I forgot of it. Um, with Winona Ryder, where she's being accused of being a witch and stuff or all that. Like, that's what that movie reminded me of. I forgot what it's called. I'm not even gonna pronounce it because girl, I can barely say lore. Lure, lore, lore. Lur, what is lur? Heller, lur, <laughs> lore, whatever. It's, isn't lore like a folklore? Like you know what? I'm shutting up. <laughs> but because I can barely say that word right now, sis, I'm not trying to say the other one. I've been talking too much today, anyway. Okay, like you're lucky I've said enough of these words correctly. Shoo. Anyway, so yeah, it was it was a really good chapter, a really good uh, finale, and. Honestly, I wanna see more Fear Street films. If anything, I'm hoping that they do a series of these, but see, not one a year. Like, I, I'm greedy, okay? I'm, I'm gre greedy, who? You know that I'm greedy, whatever she said in that song, Ariana Grande. Anyway, so what I want, I, I'm gonna need more movies, not more of this, okay? Let this be what it is, let, let this go, okay? but do something else from Fear Street because I'm gonna need more, okay? And I don't mean like next year. Wait a minute, are we getting uh, the uh, Haunting season three yet? What is it called? A Haunting and what? What is it called? You know what I'm talking about? The first two seasons of that show, y'all. What is that? What is it called? Is it just called A Haunting, The Haunting? What is it called? Like the, ha the, the, the Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bel Bel Air? Is it Bel Air? Ain't no Bel Air. Like Fresh Prince? I don't know. Um, but we need a season three of that because I, I just need something to fill that time. I, I love horror. I love slasher. Scream 4, 5, hello. Scream 5 is coming out in January, but I, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Um, but this was good. This was, it was, it paid homage to different kinds of horror. In fact, like I said, and I, I still stand by this, like I said, you could go back in here and do maybe two additional chapters. The reason why I say that is, is because we don't really know too much about the little boy killer, the little Chucky one. He can get his own like movie. The little, uh, the, the, the Valentine killer guy could have gotten one. Um, and definitely the Michael Myers dude. And even the, the like the, the, 50s girl with the with the switchblade even she like there were a few of them that i'm like i want to know more about your story because technically we only cover three timelines the screen timeline guy the jason timeline guy and then the the preacher um but the preacher wasn't even there so i don't like yeah the preacher wasn't even there so i don't know who whatever but we only cover like about two three of their timelines everybody else we really don't get to see or cover too much of so i'd like to see more of that if if we could like that would not to me that wouldn't be terrible you would you don't even have to connect these actors to that you could just do two separate stories but like kind of like 
taking bits and pieces of what you've already said from these three films. If you don't want to reuse those actors again, I think you, you could, but you don't have to. Um, just because I want to see more of those characters. I thought like the, the flashback moments of them killing their victims was interesting. Um, and I just want to know about more of, about who they are and why they were chosen, I guess, is, is my, my whole thing. Because um, most of these killers are not chosen. Like, some of them are chosen at random, sure, but some of them are not. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's the end of this one. I don't want to spoil too much. I feel like the more I talk, I'm going to just spoil it. I don't want to do that. So anyway, yeah, Fear Street, 1994, 1978, and 1960, 1960, or hello, 1666 are all on. I'm going to say that one more time. 1666, just so I don't say it too, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because it's got those, those three numbers, girl, I ain't trying to, you know, I ain't trying to summon that. No, no, I don't think so. I believe in God, thank you, Jesus. But anyway, um... It was it was very interesting. I wouldn't say they're they're horror movies at all. Like I, I wasn't scared by any of them. If anything, I was really intrigued by them. And I love the amount of action, storyline, um, development, and horror. Well, not horror, but you know, like gore, whatever that we get in these, because it's a decent amount of all throughout. There's a long stretch before people get killed or whatever, but it's still interesting. The second chapter was really good at that. There was a long stretch before anybody actually died. Even I was like, are we like are we gonna kill people or not so it's like what's happening so but anyway yeah chapter three definitely really good conclusion i wanted more from this i think they could have done one more chapter to be quite honest with you i know what i just said earlier i'm retracting that i would but i would love to see a chapter four showing more of like the shady side stuff since the you know you, i'm gonna give it a week and i'll come back to this and i'll spoil some stuff i'm gonna give it a week and then I'll come back and tell you my thoughts, my thoughts about what I want to see. So I'm going to watch chapter three again for sure. My mom was really interested in the movie. She liked the second one a lot. So we're probably going to watch chapter three together as well. Anyway, that's the end of this one. You guys, I will see you guys sometime this week. I'm going to do some more YouTube videos. You can follow me on YouTube. Oh, you can subscribe to my channel. It is Yinsid's Funkos, just like on here. What a cool winky dink. Make it easy for you. And yeah, I'll see you guys later. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Peace out. Mwah. Thank you.